Welcome, everybody. Welcome, anybody who's watching us on Facebook, Instagram, or listening to us via podcast. Welcome to Shamai, Kobe, and Adrian Unfiltered. I'm Kobe Washington. My guy, Shamai Cook over there. We got Adrian in the house. Man, we're going to have a great show. We got a great show, Phil, for you guys. Um, our topic today, the joke, did the Joker deserve to win MVP? Also, we will be talking about James Harden finally showing up in Philadelphia in the playoffs, especially in the playoffs. And also, are the Philadelphia Eagles better than our guy here, Shamai Cook's Dallas Cowboys? We will find out, man. We got a great show planned for you guys. All right, good day. Welcome to Shamai Kobe and Adrian. I'm Phil. Denver Nuggets center Nikola Jokic has been named the NBA's most valuable player, according to ESPN, Monday morning. He beat out 76ers center Joel Embiid and Bucks forward Giannis Antetokounmpo for the award. Jokic averaged 27, 13, and 7.9 uh, on a career-high 58.3 percentage shooting. Mr. Washington, Kobe Washington, Adrian Hosenoff, how you guys doing? Um, let's get started. Here's the question. Did Jokic deserve MVP? MB, MB got right. As good as this, as good as the season Jokic had, Embiid just had one historically better, in my opinion, man. The first center to lead the league in scoring since Shaquille O'Neal. Um, you know, he was in the top. He was – he arguably could have been, you know, top seed. You know, they dealt with some injuries. Um, you know, he was missing his co-star for majority of the season. You know, everybody want to say, oh, well, now he has James Harden. But he was doing this before James Harden got there. James Harden was just an add-on piece. You know, the Sixers fully expected to have Ben Simmons in the lineup this season, but we all know he wasn't in the lineup for whatever reasons. Um, I'm going to be completely honest with you guys, okay? I'm going to say this right here and right now. Don't get me wrong. Mental, mental health is a serious issue. It is a very serious issue. But I'm not playing the mental health card with Ben Simmons. I'm not doing it anymore. I protected this man for too long enough. I'm not doing it anymore. And I'm just going to come out and say, it. the man's soft. The man's soft. He's a child. He's a baby. He's soft. Okay? I'm sorry. He's soft. He's a burger. I, exactly. He, he's soft. He's a burger, bro. I'm, I'm sorry. Man, that. The man is... The man, the man guys... <laughs> guys, I don't want to hear mental health when it comes to Ben Simmons. I don't want to hear that. What he's used, I'm sorry, but I feel like he's using the mental health thing as an excuse because of how poorly he performed in last year's playoffs and that everybody's on him because he doesn't want to get better. Every time we see Ben Simmons, every summer he goes working out, what is this man doing? He's shooting the lights out in open runs. He's practicing his jump shot. What, what, do you, what is going on to where you can't do that on the on the professional stage when you're getting paid to do it what what is going on it's like he doesn't want to become a better basketball player and it honestly disgusts me as a basketball player myself so i'm just i'm not buying the whole mental health bs anymore i do not believe it has anything to do with mental bs mental health i think it's just he's a baby and doesn't like how the world is attacking him because he doesn't want to get better at his profession that's not anybody else's fault but his. And another thing, 
the back problem. What the hell were you doing to give yourself back problems? You haven't played basketball all year. You've been sitting in the house. Your first time showing up to an arena was when you finally got traded. So what the hell have you been doing? What, what were you doing? What were you doing to mess up your back, Ben Simmons? What have you been doing? Because clearly it wasn't working on basketball because you claimed wow. mental health. You didn't want to be a part of the nice 76ers. Huh? He does have a – Stephen A. didn't imply he probably was getting his groove on too much. He does have a nice-looking girlfriend. That's just hey. hey, that that's whatever. He That's fine and dandy. But like I said, you weren't playing basketball. What? How long How long has it been? Ben Simmons hasn't played basketball since last 11 June. 11 months. 11 months. It's 11 months. It will be a full year next month that Ben Simmons hasn't played a game of basketball. Yeah. And like I said – what the hell are you doing? Are you forgetting that you're still getting $30 million? Are you forgetting that? From from the Brooklyn Nets? He, he's, getting that, he, he's getting that money for no reason. Just like Kyrie got his money for no reason. He's getting that money for no well, reason. The difference is Kyrie is... is well, Kyrie... Has, well, well, hold on. I can, I can give Kyrie the fact that he did start off part-time. He actually attempted to play. I can give yeah. Kyrie... I can I give Kyrie the fact that Kyrie he actually attempted no to play. I can, I'm not going to... You're right. I shouldn't take that from Kyrie because Kyrie actually came back and attempted to play. But like I said, with Ben Simmons, with Ben Simmons, man, it, it's honestly a disgusting thing to watch. It, it really is. And it's, a, it's honestly a sad thing to watch because he has so much potential. You know, when he first came in the league, people were comparing him to LeBron James. They say he was just LeBron James without a jump shot. If he got a jump shot, and the thing is about the jump shot, nobody's expecting him to shoot threes. Have a reliable mid-range. Have a reliable mid-range and then work it out. Like all, like all the past greats we've seen. Like, look at Michael Jordan. He didn't have a three-point shot when he came into the league. He had a mid-range, though, right? He was great at mid-range. He worked on his mid-range and then later down the career, became a good three-point shooter. LeBron James, same thing, became a good three-point shooter. Kobe Bryant, same thing, became a good three-point shooter. And it's like I said, if he wants to be one of the greats that he inspired, that he inspires to be, he needs to work on his game. And the and like I said, the effort is just not there when I look at Ben Simmons. And I I think Jay Williams said this on um on uh, his um sports podcast that he does with Keyshawn and Max. Um, if I was Ben Simmons, I couldn't look him in the eyes as a teammate. If if I was a teammate of Ben Simmons, wow. I wouldn't be able to look him in the eyes. Wow. And cause and I, I would ask him the same question. Are you going to play? What, what's blocking you from playing now? Are you, are you going to play? Are, are you going to sit out because the fans are booing you? Like, wh- are you going to play? Like, you agree? Kobe, I agree with you. I mean, but my question is, and I've said this once before, when are we going to start stop making excuses for Ben Simmons? Well, well I mean, no, I mean, like, when are we going to stop saying, oh, when he gets his jump shot, oh, when he finally gets his head in the game? When are we going to say, okay, maybe he just doesn't care? Before you get into that, answer the question, did Jokic deserve MVP? Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, no, you answered the question, Kobe. Oh, I, my answer, yeah. Oh, no, I, don't, I, don't, I think the eye yeah, test. No, I was saying that. I agree with everything Kobe said. I mean, yeah, oh. I, I, Jokic had a great season, but Embiid had an historic season. Not to I mention think. that he finished third in his conference. Jokic finished sixth. My point yeah. exactly. So and I, I, and, I and like I said, I get it. They both didn't have their full teams. You know what I mean? Basically, majority of the season. But the eye test tells you that 
and B deserved the MVP this year. Oh yeah. And B if and, he averaged more points with with um than Jokic with more adversity. Point blank. Right. That's the and, and B I just want to add one more thing. I feel like the reason why they gave it to Jokic is because of the game. The Nuggets played the Sixers and they went into Philadelphia and beat him and yep. beat them. But that's what people. That's what. Hold on, hold on. Play. I want to get. I want to throw you guys out this stat. This stat. Listen to this. When Jokic was guarded by Embiid, he was over ten. Mm. He was over ten and had four turnovers, mm. and was out rebounded too. Mm. So that should tell you who really won that. Should have won the MVP. Now, yeah. don't get me wrong. Congratulations to Jokic. He's a great player. Arguably a top five player. Not even arguably. He is a top five player in the league today. He is definitely a top five player in the league today. But me personally, I just felt like Embiid just had the better year in general. Like and like I said, the eye test shows you that Embiid is the better center. This this probably was the closest MVP race I have ever seen in my recent history. Memory NBA. Definitely. So um I feel like definitely he was robbed. And averaging 30 as a center since Shaq, like that's that's not easy. So he definitely should have deserved it. He went through more adversity. Uh at least Joel Embiid. I mean, at least Jokic had teams that showed up for him rather than people not show up for him in Ben Simmons. But and like I and but like I said, you know, they both dealt with adversity from the start of the season. You know, Jokic, they both, if you want to be honest, they both didn't start the season off with their starting point guards, you know? Yeah. You know, like the starting point guards, even though, like I said, Ben Simmons, yeah, he ended up getting traded for Harden. And Jamal Murray's still out there in Denver. He'll Hopefully he comes back better and better than ever next year. I love watching Jamal Murray play. But, uh. Yeah, man, they both they both had spectacular seasons. I'm not gonna take anything away from that. But like I said, the eye test to me showed me that that Embiid just had the superior season. I I don't I like I said, Embiid was if you really look at it, Embiid was what a game and a half out of first place in the East. Yes, a game yeah. and a half. Jokic yeah, was not even Jokic. Don't get me wrong. Yes, we all know the Suns as a collective. They're arguably. The best all around all, all around team co- together cohesiveness right now. They're the best all around team together right now. I think they're the best all around team. But but Yoke, but after that, he he was a seed behind the Mavericks. He was a seed behind he was behind the Mavericks, behind the Warriors, the Suns, and the Grizzlies. And if I'm correct, the Utah Jazz. Ash my favorite team. So, but I so, mean, and not to mention, not to mention, I think they were what, like only three games from being out, from being a playing team. And yeah, I think, they were. They were. Yeah. And I, I saw this, I saw Kendrick Perkins say this this morning. I mean, not this morning, on um, NBA Today, the Nuggets were the worst team in the playoffs, <laughs> from what I, from what Kendrick Perkins said. That's the Nuggets were the worst. We're the worst team in the playoffs. Not, not a bad take there. Well, well, I want to say maybe they were the unhealthiest team in the playoffs. I definitely could give you unhealthiest because, like I said, they're missing Michael Porter Jr., who's a big piece. They're missing Jamal Murray, their starting point guard, who are who honestly should be in who should have been an all-star team a few years ago. But we'll get into that long. We'll get into that. 
probably in, down the line. But yeah, I'm. Yeah, I, I, have, can't, I can't put uh, New Orleans ahead of Denver. So, because you think mm-hmm. New Orleans is a better team than Denver? If they were to match up right now, I'm going New Orleans. Wow. I'm going New Orleans. There, so who, who do you think the reason the reason why I'm going New Orleans is because they're younger. They they're younger. They're very talented. Adding CJ McCollum was huge. Um, and arguably, if Zion comes back, which we know he's coming back, that's an NBA Finals team. I want to say NBA Finals. I could definitely see them. The farthest I could honestly see them. If fully healthy is second round, maybe they can make a run like how the Hawks did last year, you know, and be able to get to the conference finals. You never know. But um, they're not a bad team. They're very, they're when healthy, the Pelicans would be a very good team. And if they were, and if the team that they had this year were to face up against the Nuggets, the Pelicans would win that series. I'm going, I'm going to say Pelicans in six. Well, we will see. All right, coming up, we're going to debate. Is James Harden back? I don't think so, but he had, he put up 30 in game four versus the Miami Heat. We're going to debate if he's back or not. Blessings all from life on. All right, welcome back. Joel Embiid's return has, in fact, reset this series of the Miami Heat versus the Philadelphia 76ers. Embiid and James Harden led the Philadelphia 76ers to a huge 116-108 to victory over the Heat on Sunday night in Game 4, which tied their Eastern Conference semi-series at two apiece. Harden dropped 30 on Sunday at the Wells Fargo Center. Uh, sometime, something with the Heat didn't seem to have an answer. Miami's early 2-0 lead in the series, which it took over when Embiid was out and took off concussion protocol, is long gone. Mr. Hosendorf, did Harden return back to his super superstar I mean, I don't, I don't know. I it, the thing when it comes to Harden is past couple seasons he hasn't been consistent. Mm. He, mm-hmm. you, he shows up to work looking like Rick Ross, okay, and then, <laughs> and I mean, I don't know when it comes to Harden anymore. You asked me a couple seasons ago, is Harden, is Harden showing up? Yes. When he when he was still when he was still on good terms with the Rockets, yes, he showed up. Could he get past? Can he could he go to the championship? No, but he was still performing at his highest caliber. Now, like there's there's just certain players where you can't trust them to show up anymore. You can't trust them to show up and play their hardest when you need them to. Look at my favorite player, Kyrie Irving. I mean, this man called him a part-time player. Wait a minute. Don't think he was. But he was. He was a part-time player. You can't he was, it. but that's not my he lied. That's not my favorite player. So 
what he I'm was saying a part-time is, player. I don't know if they can trust James Harden to show up every game and perform his highest caliber. Because if he gets happy, he's gonna put on another hundred pounds again. So you you, you can't really you can't. Hey, am I lying? Am I lying? You are. You no know lying. You know, you know I team, thought we all agreed that. I thought we all agreed that he had a fat suit. I, I thought we all agreed. Well, we did agree on that. We <laughs> actually <laughs> did. I did. I thought we all agreed he had no, a fat no, suit. No, I'm, I'm pretty sure Shamai was the one who brought it up, if I'm correct. Yeah. No, no. When he's unhappy with the team, he goes into his massive closet, grabs his fat suit, puts it on. So, you know, I I just think that I, I don't – if I were the 76ers, I would not trust James Harden to be back. Well, one thing you mentioned in your solo, you said he hasn't been consistent in the past couple of seasons. You forgot to mention one word in that sentence. He hasn't been consistent in the playoffs. Well, not one word, but in the playoffs. Three words in the past, in his, throughout his whole career. How about that? Yeah, I mean, I'm going to be honest with you guys. In the playoffs. I'm going to be honest with you guys. Be completely honest. Even though he did make it to two conference finals with the Rockets in his time there, I have – Besides those two seasons, even in even the uh, 2018 season, you know, with your thunder, I haven't seen. I haven't. Well, well, yeah, the years with the thunder, he showed up. Years with thunder, he definitely showed up. Yeah, I can but, definitely give him that because he was a. I, I can definitely give him. Guy. He was the sixth man. Yeah, he was definitely. Yeah, he was a sixth man. But, but 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 hold on, but but um. He was definitely the sixth man, yeah, but they don't get to the finals without him in 2012. He that's was a huge, he was a huge part. And that's why down he believed the that he game six max. against the Spurs he, in the um, Western Conference. Right. And like I said, he doesn't, they don't get to the finals in 2012 without James Harden. Like I said, he performed, he was a huge piece um to that team. And his performance down the stretch in game six of that Western Conference Finals, I remember it like yesterday, man. I love, I always go back and watch highlights of that. Because that was when I saw James Harden really take over in a playoff situation, you know. But and like I said, besides from 2016, you know, where he made it to the Western, I mean, yeah, the um Western Conference Finals. Either no, not 2016. Um, 2015, my mistaken. When um after they beat the Clippers after coming back from the three-one deficit, you know, they end up losing it to the Warriors in I think five games in the Western Conference Finals. But um. Besides those seasons, I have rarely seen James Harden perform in the playoffs. And even though, like I said, he made it back to the Western Conference Finals in um, 2018 against the Warriors again, let's not forget, he was the main, he was the ringleader in that team missing 27 straight three-pointers. You know what I mean? He was the ringleader in that. And he didn't show up himself, even though Chris Paul, we know he got injured. We 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 know Chris Paul wouldn't have let them shoot 27 threes. We know that. But but um James Harden has never stepped up in the leader role for any playoff team. And right now, to say that he's back after one game of scoring over 30 for like the first time in ages, because we don't know where the hell James Harden has been throughout the series, even you know what I mean? Even in the Toronto series, we had no idea where the hell James Harden was. I wouldn't I wouldn't say he's back yet. I would say it's good to see that he can still, you know, 
put up performances like this, but we need to see it more. We need to see it more consistently if the Philadelphia 76ers want to win a title. Well, this is the second uh, 30-point game since being the 76er. Yeah, 16 points in the fourth quarter in game four. I appreciate that. Man, with right. Wait, you said this was his second 30-point game with the Sixers? Yes. He's only had two? Yes. Yes. This brother only had two games, and I looked at that, that up with the research team. My boy playing like Cash Nasty, man. Was, um, I don't even want to talk about Cash Nasty. I don't. I don't want to talk about Cash Nasty. He don't get me wrong; he's an entertaining YouTuber, but he's not a good basketball player. But hey, can you continue, Shamai? In Game Three, he he was four four of eleven. Mm-hmm. Terrible. Four of seven from three, and he had seventeen <laughs> points. With him being back, this made Harden more comfortable on the floor. That's mm-hmm. what I believe because this series, everybody was into. Everybody was like. The pressure's on. Embiid is not here. So once the pressure was definitely on him. Once once Embiid was on the floor, the pressure was off. The offense began to open. The defense began to come up, come together. James mm-hmm. Harden, like I said earlier, he has a better resume in the playoffs. So I'm not I'm not going to jump on the bandwagon that oh he's back and better than ever. No, I don't think so. I can't I can't go right now. I can't give him right right now. I need to see consistent. Good performance off of one performance. I cannot exactly exactly my point. If the 76ers play the game play the way they did a game four, they might win the series in six or seven. Because I like how they I, I like how Doc Rivers changed the offensive scheme and how they're they're uh, doing the pick and roll. They're doing a great job. And I've been mm-hmm. watching this series in particular because I want to see how Embiid is how Embiid's impact. Is 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 how Embiid's impact affects this series? Because without Embiid, it's a totally we saw what, yeah we saw what happened. Embiid, when Embiid I want to see it. Look, it looked like it was about to be a sweep without Embiid. And I, and I just don't like seeing Miami happy because I, and with Miami happy, that means Stephen A's happy. I don't like Stephen A's happy because he makes turn to my Cowboys too much. Even though he's I, I uh, that's why I love to see uh, Stephen A happy because he has Southern Stephen A's. You know as much. You know, hey, as much you know, I can understand where, I can understand where Shamai is coming from because you know, as much as we do appreciate Stephen A, he's been on air making a fool of himself the past couple of days, and it hasn't been a good thing to watch. I don't know if you guys saw, but that take about the Lakers to trade LeBron James. Was oh terrible. yeah, I saw that. I, that, yeah. that I don't, that I don't was, disagree, but I wouldn't say that. Jamal probably agrees. Like I said, come to New York. I don't yeah, care which on, New York. I mean, you remember remember that amazing Christmas where Stephen A. Smith had a, a, a Christmas present for all Cowboys fans? Oh, that means you're muted. That means you, yes, that's why you're speaking to Cowboys. Oh, my God. Coming uh, to get into them. No, yes, NFC championship, no NFC least champions. No, you guys get nothing, nothing. Well, I love the transition because guess what? Coming up in the last day, I'm talking about my Cowboys. The U.S. Today ranked the USA Today ranked the 19th in the NFC, and they ranked the the Eagles 12th for the NFC. Who's gonna win the NFC East? We're gonna debate that next. I'm so disgusted. Ain't it fun? Live there
It's time for the last take. Let's go. Jemai, I, I want to hear more enthusiasm from you. I want to hear more enthusiasm. You know <laughs> he's not excited when he. You know he's not excited when he has to talk about the Cowboys and it's bad. I, I, you know he's excited. I just want to hear that all that charismatic Shamai cook who's always you know up and ready to go. I don't want to see that enthusiasm go down when they talk about your team. I want to hear it go up. Come on, I want I want enthusiasm. Stop trolling him. Let him not. Stop trolling him. He's already experienced enough misery from being a Cowboys fan. Stop trolling him. And the next one. But anyways, in the U.S. today's newest NFL power uh, ranking that Philadelphia Eagles are listed at number 12 following their offseason addition of Tennessee Titans wide receiver A.J. Brown and Georgia rookie Jordan Davis. Meanwhile, the Cowboys are 19th on the list with the prediction that Dallas won't repeat as NFC East champions, which is not surprising. So here's the question to you guys. I'm going to open up to Mr. Washington. Have the Eagles' offseason move valued them to win the NFC East? Uh, I think so. Um, the Eagles already had a pretty good defense. You know, they were just really injured last year. Um, they, they Adding A.J. Brown to this team is going to open up a lot for their young receivers. You know, we seen we saw the flashes from Devonta Smith. We know how good he is. He's a Heisman Trophy winner for a reason. I think he's going to be a very good receiver come down the line. A.J. Brown is just going to open that up because now – Nine times out of ten, Devontae Smith isn't going to be followed by the team's best corner. He's going to have, you know, his match would be the sec the team's second best corner, which should probably be a winnable matchup for him, get given his size, athleticism, and speed. You know, now that they bring in that physical elite receiver that A.J. Brown is, you know, that's also going to help out Jalen Hurts a lot because when you have a target that big who could get open that easily it also benefits the quarterback he doesn't have to try to fit the ball into tight spaces he doesn't have to you know be worried worried about is my receivers gonna get open on this play and the eagles already have a good running game they they, they already have a good running game they have a good offensive line they really have the formula right now to win the um nsc east now with the cowboys the Cowboys, they kind of had a lackluster offseason. Trading away their number one receiver in Amari Cooper to um, Cleveland is a huge loss. Um, I, did they lose Michael Gallup, if I'm correct? I don't think they lost Michael Gallup. I think they resigned him, right? Still there. He's still here. He's still here. Yeah, they resigned him. They resigned him. I don't, as much as I like CD Lamb, I don't think he's, I don't think he's ready. I don't think he's ready to take on that number one receiver role. We'll have to see. Um, they the Cowboys they didn't add anything else to their defense either. Um, I I honestly feel like the Cowboys took two steps backwards after after this season. You know, I felt like I felt like I felt like they were going. I felt like they were honestly going in the right path, even though you know they lost in the wild card game. I felt like they were going in the right path. They were up. They their defense stepped up this year. You know, they had the um, weapons on offense to be great. And 
like I said, they trade away their number one receiver. Even though, you know, Amari Cooper, he's he's not an elite receiver, but he's good enough to be a number one receiver. Even though he, you know, he didn't really show up in the game against San Fran, in the game against San Fran. I still feel like Amari Cooper has the talent to be a number one receiver in this league. And like I said, the fact that they traded him away is gonna very is really gonna hurt their offense because that was the receiver that helped his uh, the attention that he got helped open up Ceedee Lamb and Michael Gallup. You know, well, now you're moving Ceedee Lamb into that number one spot and Michael Gallup into that number two spot. <clears throat> um, I don't really see any elite receivers or star receivers that they have that's gonna continue to help out Dak Prescott in the passing game. You know, I think Dak Prescott's an elite quarterback and they're not taking care of him the way that they should be taking care of him. Like, like I said, and they haven't really made any necessary upgrades to their team. So I'm definitely going to have to roll with the Eagles on this one. Like I said, they're younger. They gotten better. They did a great job in the draft, adding pieces to their team, you know, filling in holes that they knew that they needed, that they needed, that they knew that they needed to fill. And like, and this is almost an every year thing with the NFC lease. We don't know who the hell is going to win it. If we will, man, I won't be surprised if one year the Giants just come back and take the NFC lease at this point. I really wouldn't. I really wouldn't. Because out of the past, what is, out of the past three years, the year before this, Washington won it. Then the Cowboys won it. And now it's looking like the Eagles is going to win it. So is it the Giants turn the next? Is, is it the Giants turn next? Like, I don't know, man, but I'm definitely going to have to give it to the Eagles over the Cowboys this season. Three things, Colby. First of all, I messed up on your question. How did the Eagles – how does – have the Eagles offseason validated them to win uh, NFC East? You basically answered the question. Well, yeah, I'm going to – well, then, yeah, I'm going to say yes. We just – like I said, we really got to see how all these pieces come together. They really added – you know, pieces that fill out their roster perfectly and, you know, what they needed, you know, what we were cramming them about how they needed, you know, better receivers. They went out and got one of the best receivers in the league from Tennessee. Honestly, I feel like they snapped, they stole them from Tennessee because they had the money to pay him. You know, like we've been seeing with all these receivers moving, they're just going to teams that have the money to pay them. You know what I mean? Like we saw with Devontae Adams, look at AJ Brown, who else got paid? Tyreek Hill. You know what I mean? So, really, the wow. Eagles—the Eagles are really set for the future right now. Like I said, they're young; they have—they're very talented. I think Jalen Hurts actually has the potential to be a very good quarterback. I don't want to—I'm not going to say elite, but I think he could be a very good quarterback. You know, a guy who can—you know—who's going to fit their roster in their game plan. I feel like he's the guy who can fit their roster and game plan, and. Like we already saw once he got A.J. Brown. Him and A.J. Brown are already boys. So we already know that. So like I said, I just want to see how these pieces are all going to come together this season. I want to say it's a guarantee that they win the NFC East because, like I said, the NFC East is so crazy. We don't know who's going to win it any every year. But on paper, oh my God, I feel like they're the best team. Well, number two is – you said Washington. They command you to say they're the commanders. I'm not calling them that. I'm not Number calling them three, that. I am not calling them that. 
Huh? Fly today. Oh, that, that, that's that's yes, me. You look, you look. Yes, my man. You look very sharp. I, I like the black. Very today. sharp. I like I the black. But the I'm, Eagles. I'm, hold on, let me ask you something. Are you wearing black because it's a funeral for your Cowboys right now? <laughs> you it's looking like a funeral for your Cowboys right now. Is that why you're wearing black, Shavai? Wow. I don't think it's a funeral, but is, is that why? It, is is was talking about the Cowboys such a bad thing for you that you had to pull out the black today? Actually, I had a funeral today. Ah, oh, I just. Can't. I, I just came, uh, came from the funeral to the studio immediately. Uh, I'm sorry to hear that, my friend. I'm sorry to hear that. But uh, <laughs> it is a funeral for my Cowboys, too. Listen, the Eagles are ranked too high, in my opinion. But yes, they have, they're have. they going to be, they're going to win the What end. rank are they again? They're, they're 12th, and the Cowboys are 19. This is according Who to. Who are they over? This is, well, I don't know. This is according to US Today, USA Today. The Cowboys, let me just get straight to this point. We got two minutes and some change. The Cowboys. Oh, not, I, I like yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let me just finish my point. I'm gonna give you the rest of the show. The Cowboys did not get better in the offseason. We don't know how to put these. Oh, they, we don't know how to put these pieces together. Well, listen, Jalen Hurts is not a good passer of the football. So how is AJ Brown mm-hmm. supposed to be a the receiver that we saw in the Titans with the passer like he is? Well, well, I'm a, I'm a hold on. I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you an example. I'm gonna give you an example. I'm gonna give you an example. Josh Allen. Okay. Josh Allen. Okay. What look at the season before he got Stefan Diggs and then look at the season after he got once he got Stefan Diggs. Good point. Good point. Okay, listen, the Eagles defense is going to get dangerous now, especially running game because Jordan Davis, Georgia, just came off a national championship. You know how good them Georgia boys are. He's going to be a dangerous. He's going to get uh defense of rookie of the year. Adrian the Adrian the floor is yours. Okay. Yes, Ooh, to answer that's, that. That's a bold pitch to my question. To answer that question, yes. You know, I was talking with my uncle on uh, Sunday, and he he was like, Adrian, how you feel about your team? I'm like, oh, you know, I'm still a little nervous. And I said, what about your team? You know, your famous Dallas Cowboys. And he looked like he wanted to jump the out of the infamous Dallas Cowboys. I wouldn't call them famous. I'm going to call them the infamous Dallas Cowboys. infamous Dallas Cowboys. I think the Eagles, they really leveled up during the offseason. And, Kobe, to kind of go against your point, Cowboys didn't just take two steps back. They took three steps back. Okay. Ah. Now, let's also talk about the Cowboys are, on paper, they are a great team. We've already been over that. But they're inconsistent. Their coach is a literal hamburger. And (laughs) not to mention the fact that – Speaking of him. I forgot about him, Mr. Mike wait, McCarthy wait, himself. Wait, wait, wait. Forty-five seconds. Wrap up. The fact that Ezekiel Elliott hasn't played great since his third season. Now, no, since his the rookies. Cowboys on paper mm. are a great team. Are a great team, but the Eagles' acquisition of AJ Brown, who is up and coming and a is going to be a is already a great wide receiver in the league. It is definitely a great move, not to me- not to mention the Eagles' run game, which is also amazing. They didn't really utilize Miles Sanders. Yeah, but yeah, come on, yeah, Eagles winning the NFC lead. Yes. Yeah, the- they are. Have a good day. The action never stops. Peace out. I'm disgusted. Oh, no. <laughs> we know you are, my friend.